Welcome to Walking in Faith with Pastor Rob Currington. This podcast is dedicated to helping develop lifelong seekers of the Kingdom of God. Each week, Pastor Rob helps bring God's message for living to those seeking a richer and more Christ-filled life. Now let's join Pastor Rob as he shares this week's message. Great privilege to serve here at uh, in Orange for five years, from 1992 to 1997. I remember when I when I came here, I came here kicking and screaming because I I wanted to come. I had a, a, a ministry that I just loved down in uh, uh, El Centro, and God said, "Put your resume out," and I did. But I had no intention of leaving uh, El Centro, and even when I came up here, came. Um, uh, uh, they already voted for me to be youth pastor, and uh, I, I couldn't say no to God. So uh, 1992, he brought me here, and it was a great privilege to serve here until 1997. Uh, and that was the point where you as a church sent me uh, on the next part of my journey, which was to Ukraine. Um, we are told in Romans that uh, how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And so I I have the privilege of being your feet uh, in Ukraine, bringing the good news to the Ukrainians so they can hear the gospel and believe in Jesus Christ. We have been partners together now for 20 years almost. Isn't that amazing? And I hope you guys are uh, staying in touch with us. And if you're not receiving our letters, you can pick up a little envelope afterwards and mark down there. I want to, I want to receive your prayer letters and uh, mail that in. And uh, you'll, we'll make sure you get on that prayer letter. But we, but we really feel that you guys are part of our ministry that is happening there uh, in, in Ujgorod. Uh, because, you know, the unsaved have a hearing problem, don't they? They can't believe in Jesus unless they hear. And so we are going over there to alleviate that healing problem. Little flag, don't adjust your eyes, it's okay. Um, this is actually the American flag in the Ukrainian flag colors. Uh, so kind of the idea that we are together in this, in partnership, in reaching Ukraine. Uh, the next slide here is a, just a picture of our family. So I've grown uh, since I was here in 97. I now have a wife and three children. Uh, our youngest, uh, Victoria, has just extended my empty nest to 70. And then I'm going to go see the world. <laughs> um, our son is 16. And uh, he is now attending high school in Tucson. He decided to come to America. And he's pursuing a, his, his dream is to get into the military academies. And so um, we're really proud of him and, and the hard work he's doing. He's serving in the university church there in uh, Tucson and on missions and so forth. So we're really proud of him. Our daughter is uh, now 11, uh, not quite yet a teenager, but uh, soon we'll have another teenager in the house. So... And she's here. The two girls are here. You can see them, especially come tonight, and, and, and you'll, you'll see the kids as well. 
Um, just a little bit about the ministry this morning because uh, I want to preach God's word, but you know, how can they hear unless you send? And so that's what we are really there in Ukraine uh, so that they can hear the gospel. The next slide here tells you our vision. Uh, our vision is to transform lives and communities by the power of God. Now, I don't know how long you've known me, but you might remember years ago when I came, then the, uh, the byword was uh, 2,500 missionaries from 48 countries serving in 66 countries. And we all said, amen, right? Uh, what did that mean? You know, and we began to think of that as an organization. So what if we have 2,500 missionaries from 48 countries serving in 66 countries? What does that mean, really? And so uh, five years ago, we received a new president of our organization, and we've adopted a really new vision statement. Instead of being all over the world doing really surface ministry, we have chosen to go deep in 50 communities around the world. We are now in about 30 of those communities. Our goal is to get to 50 by the year 2020. And so our, 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 we're, we're focusing on certain communities, and one of the communities we're focused on is the one that me and my wife live in, the city of Uzhgorod, which is the capital of our oblast. An oblast is kind of like a state. Um, and uh, we're the smallest capital in Ukraine, about 120,000. Uh, and the next slide, um, what do I mean by transforming communities? Well, no one is invisible, and everyone should have access to food, freedom, and forgiveness. What we mean by that is we, we, we go into a community and we want to meet their physical needs. We want to meet their, which is food, medicine, water, whatever that might be. And then their, their social needs, the, the freedom, that's education, poverty, uh, anti-human trafficking, those types of issues that we deal with. And then, of course, ultimately forgiveness, which is everyone hears the gospel, which is our ultimate goal. Uh, we have been doing this now for four years in a smaller region called Radvank. It's within our city of Uzhgorod. You might remember that from past, uh, talking about that. And really working primarily through three Roma churches. Uh, over those four years, these churches have more than doubled in size, all three of them. So as we are bringing food and freedom into these communities, they are responding and receiving Christ. And, uh, you know, Jesus never separated compassion from mission, did he? Right? Yeah, well, he healed somebody and then he shared, right? Uh, and, and, and so we don't, we don't separate either. So we come into community as compassion and mission together, a very holistic ministry. And I know you understand that because you have your own friendly center here as well as you're reaching out to the community, bringing them food and freedom uh, so that you can share the forgiveness that God has for them. And so this is really what we are about in Uzhgorod. Uh, the next slide, though, tells us that uh, I can't do that alone. It's a city of 120,000. How can I and my wife and the few people on my team um, <laughs> transform a community? Well, by, even through the power of God, God chooses to work through us humans. I don't know why he doesn't need us, but he's chosen to work through us. Uh, we can't do it on our own. And so our mission is we bring people together to help the oppressed. And so whenever we are in a community, that's the first thing we do. We bring people together. Um, the next slide here is just a, a picture of, of the alliance that we put together just uh, about nine months ago now. We, for the last four years, we had an alliance of churches and organizations focused on Radvanka, the poorest region in our, in our city. But now we're broadening to the whole city. And so I began inviting other churches and organizations, and I expected four or five 
maybe six at the tops to come together and, and we would work together in transforming that community. We had over 20 churches and organizations at our first meeting. And uh, you're just seeing a little, you can't see the whole building because the camera's only so big. Uh, but this is just the very first meeting that we, we held. We're bringing people together. Next slide, please. So right now, we've actually grown beyond the 20. We have 14 churches, local churches now, in this alliance, which is just amazing you know, for any community to see churches from different denominations coming together and saying, we want to transform this community together, as well as 13 Ukrainian Christian organizations that are based in the city of Uzhgorod, working along with them, six foreign Christian organizations. We are one of the six uh, international teams, and there's five other uh, I think one Canadian and uh, four other American organizations represented there. And our newest member is the local uh, television station, TISA. Uh, they are really uh, uh, like what we are doing in the city and have uh, now joined the Alliance as well, uh, just to give the community, uh, g give us a little more, what's the word, visibility in the community. So we're really excited about that. Um, so. What do you do when you got 35 organizations? You know, you try to have a meeting, it's just too much. And so uh, that's a great problem to have. A lot of people want to transform our community, uh, but it becomes tricky. And so what we've done is we put together what we call working groups. And each of these working groups focus on one particular invisible group. Um, next slide. For example, this right here is the, uh, the working group for the Roma. The Roma are what you would call the gypsies. And there are five Roma camps within our city alone and another four surrounding and then over 100 within our region. And so in this particular working group, there are nine churches and organizations that have come together. And I, I just want to share about them this morning. We'll talk more about the other ministries uh, later tonight. I hope you come tonight because you guys are faithfully supporting this ministry. You ought to know what, where your money's going. And besides that, there's dessert, right? You can't pass up on dessert. We, we, you can't just stay home. There's dessert here. Uh, hopefully you'll come back tonight and hear a little bit more about our ministry. But this one really excites me is because uh, when we gathered together as a working group, we began to say, we want to we pull roots. Um, a lot of the ministry we've done uh, is just weeding. You know, picking up garbage and bringing water and things to the community. Those are all important, all necessary. We've seen the church, churches double in size as a result of that. But it's basically just weeding. Because what happens if you don't pull the roots, the same problems, right? The city's, the garbage is there again. Um, uh, the water has been turned off by the city because they're not paying their water bill. <laughs> so, uh, we, we, you all, unless you deal with the roots, you're not going to deal with the real transforming that, that community. And so as we gathered together, we began to list what are the problems in the Roman communities. And all the working groups have done this. Um, you have to come tonight to find out about the other working groups. But in the Roman group, they look, listed all the problems. And then they looked at the roots. What are the roots of these problems? And I'm sitting here just watching because, you know, I, I want them to own uh, this project and not just be me leading it all. And I'm really getting excited to hear what they're saying. And they came up with the idea that the lack of dignity or the lack of hope was really the root of almost every problem they listed. And so this year they said, let's, let's, let's see if we can pull that root this year or start pulling that root. And uh, that really excited me. And so because instead of just going in there and giving them water or food or, you know, uh, dealing with the weeding issues, they were on to go and pull roots. And uh, so how do you give people dignity? Any ideas? 
How do you get dignity? By serving others, right? It's when you serve others, it makes you feel, I, have a, I am worthy in my community. I can do something. And so we're going to be taking one of the uh, Roma churches, their young adults, and we're going to be training them, putting them together in a team to serve the community. Which is, and the TV station is going to be there broadcasting. Because in Ujgorod, the Roma are the ones who everybody has to serve. They're the low people on the totem pole. They're the ones begging on the streets, picking up garbage, or cleaning the streets. That's about all they have. And uh, uh, the, the community is going to start seeing the Roma people going in and helping a widow fix their roof. Um, and, and different things like that. But and as they serve others, they're going to gather dignity and, and, and hope. Hey, I can serve others. And if I can serve others, then that means there are others who are worse off than me. And, uh, and, and so we're really excited about this ministry starting. I'll talk a little bit more about that tonight um, and, and other ministries we're involved in. I hope to see you this evening as we continue to look at how, how, how you are helping us and partnering with us in helping Ukraine here, because they still have a hearing problem. Um, uh, and so we want to see you today, tonight. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for giving this vision to John. And uh, this is amazing, Lord, because you gave this vision to John so that we here today, thousands of years later in Orange, California, could also see this vision, Lord. Uh, this is our problem, Lord. We do have a seeing problem. We don't see you for who you really are. Uh, we're so thankful, Lord, that you've reached your right hand down on each of us. And you're telling us, don't be afraid because you don't accept death. And that's really the only reason we have to go on in this life. Because you don't accept death. And you've given us life. And Lord, we want to give our life that you gave to us. We want to give that life back to you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this week's Walking in Faith podcast. We encourage you to share this podcast with others in order to help spread God's message to all those in need. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Email us at walkinginfaith at orangevilla.org. You can help us spread this podcast by writing a review at iTunes. And don't forget to visit us online at orangevilla.org. There you will find more information about our ministry, as well as share your thoughts, submit prayer requests, and find out how you can help others to grow in God's love. Until next week, may God bless you in everything you do.